Hi, I'm Andrea Donsky, founder of NaturallySavvy.com and co-host of our Naturally Savvy podcast. And I am Lisa Davis, MPH health educator, co-host of Naturally Savvy and author of the book, Cleaning Eating Dirty Sex Memoir Cookbook Healthy Lifestyle Guide. At Naturally Savvy, we are here to help you make healthier lifestyle choices. So we are so honored that you are tuning in to listen to our podcast on a weekly basis. And we are here to engage you, have fun, and help you live your healthiest lifestyle. Now, on to the show. How well hydrated are you? Did you know the moment you experience thirst, you're already dehydrated? Dehydration can lead to a dip in both your physical and cognitive abilities. Stay ahead of the game and try out our friends over at SOS Hydration. SOS is a balanced electrolyte mix that helps you hydrate at three times the rate of water alone. Dr. Formulated SOS is an oral rehydration solution as effective as an IV drip. With only three grams of sugar, 10 calories, and added minerals, SOS is not only hydrating, but also great for boosting your immune system. Take SOS on the go with their easy-to-use stick packs and ready-to-drink bottles. Learn more about how you can stay hydrated with SOS Hydration by visiting their website, www.soshydration.com. You can also buy it online or pick some up at your local CVS or Walmart. Naturally Savvy Podcast is sponsored by Morphus for Menopause. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. It has been quite a year and a half. There is a lot to say about that, but today we're going to be focusing on shaking off sedentary life like this. And we've got the wonderful Sherry Torcus, BSCPHM, comma, RPH. She's a holistic pharmacist, former fitness instructor, and the author of The GI Made Simple, The Proven Way to Lose Weight, Boost Energy, and Cut Your Risk of Disease. We're going to be talking about how to counter our shelter-at-home physiques. So Sherry, so glad to have you back on Naturally Savvy. Hey, Lisa. It's great to be here with you. Now, Sherry, we definitely need to talk about your book, so I'm going to read it and then have you back because I like to read books first because then it's a much more engaging conversation. But in the meantime, why don't you tell us how your year and a half has been? Well, you know, it's it's been challenging like it has for a lot of folks. Um, I, I, I feel like I really can't complain, though, because I've had my health. And my family's been healthy. Uh, it's been difficult for my son. He's 11 and he misses his friends. Our schools in Ontario are still shut down until the end of the year. They feel that in September, hopefully we'll be able to go back to the classroom. So it's been tough for the kids, the online learning and being isolated. And you know, I encourage him to have his video chats with his friends. And we still do bikes and walks and things like that. Uh, but, you know, I've had to adjust my schedule. I'm used to traveling and being out and about and it's been more of a you know stay-at-home kind of situation so like many people I've had to really try to adjust and adapt Um, but again like I I feel grateful for my health and I, I really don't feel like I can complain because I know so many people have suffered a lot during this pandemic you're going to share four things we can do to reverse this sedentary trend in our current slower paced lifestyle. The first is quick exercise routines for sedentary days. All right, Sherry, share some of those with us. 
Yeah, you know, as a former fitness instructor, I can like draw from my background in this area. And there's really no excuse for me not to be following these things. And I can tell you, as we are talking right now, I'm actually doing my calf raises and Ooh. I'm standing and moving around because I, I, for me, sitting is just so uncomfortable. It hurts my lower back and I just know it's not good for me. So a few things, if you're in those back-to-back -back Zoom meetings and you're confined to your, your desk and you're feeling sluggish, couple exercises that you can actually do at your desk push-ups so if you have a desk that's strong enough to support some pressure you can put your palms against the edge of your desk and you can lower your chest down towards your desk and then push yourself back out that's a great exercise for your chest your shoulders your arms you can do dips if you have fixed armrests on your chair you can put your palms of your hand on your armrests and do tricep dips just like oh, you would in nice in a gym yeah so you can do some tricep dips you can do squats so stand up away from your desk lower your backside down towards your chair but don't sit down you want to go just until you're hovering about an inch or so from your chair those exercises are great for the legs to strengthen all the muscles in your legs get the blood flowing and then a simple thing that you can do anytime, anywhere when you're sitting is calf raises. And you're just lifting your heel up off the floor and then lowering back down. Seems simple, but yet that movement, pumping your calf, mimics what happens when you walk. And what it does is it pushes the blood back up to your heart. Because when we sit for a long period of time, our blood can pool in our extremities. That can contribute to aching in your legs, swelling in your legs varicose veins things like that so doing some calf raises or pumping your calves great little activity you can do right at your desk let's talk about number two adding a prebiotic to your probiotic to suppress appetite and reduce abdominal fat sounds good to me Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> need some help in this department. Uh, you know, with the pandemic, people have gained weight, snacking more, drinking more alcohol, combined with a lack of activity. And, you know, the pandemic pounds have crept up on us. So the prebiotic to the probiotic. So for those people that are familiar with probiotics, they're the friendly bacteria that are in our gut. We always hear they're good for digestive health, for immune system support. Well, if you add a prebiotic, to the probiotic, you can get even more benefits, not just for gut health, but for immune health and also for weight management. So your prebiotics are found in fibrous foods such as bananas and artichokes, asparagus, dandelion greens, garlic and onions, things like that. And what these prebiotics do is they nourish and feed the probiotic bacteria, your beneficial bacteria. And how this can help translate into weight loss is that Studies have shown if you can boost the levels of probiotics, the beneficial bacteria in your gut, that can help with body weight and it can help reduce belly fat. It can help promote um, the release of hormones that um, help to uh, reduce appetite, reduce fat storage, uh, modulate inflammation, a lot of benefits there. Um, and then the prebiotics can also help to make you feel more full with a meal. So improving something called satiety. So what I would suggest for people to do is get some of these foods in your diet. So those prebiotic foods, the bananas, artichokes, onions, asparagus, get some probiotic foods, your yogurt, kefir, Kim, kimchi, kombucha, things like that, but also consider a supplement because it's really hard to get enough of um, pre and probiotics 
on a daily basis. So the one that I take, it's uh, by Wakanaga. It's called Pro Plus Symbiotic, and it gives you two grams of prebiotic fiber, 20 billion CFUs of probiotics, and that's from nine different strains. So the Pro Plus Symbiotic um, actually contains a prebiotic called BioEqualans, which has been studied for weight management um, and again helps to improve satiety. So this is a great way to get the benefits all in one. And, and the reason we call it a symbiotic is because the pre and the probiotics have a symbiotic relationship. So uh, you can think of that as a symbiotic combination that's going to be good for weight management as well as immune health and gut health. Wakunaga is one of Naturally Savvy's sponsors. Isn't that fun? So we only take on companies and products that we use ourselves and that we believe in. Myself as well, like I only um, mention or reference a product that I would take myself and my son, he's been taking the, um, the Wakanaga, they have a kid's probiotic. It's a chewable. He's been taking that for many, many years. And I've taken the Wakanaga probiotic supplements, the Chiodophilus supplements. And then uh, within the last year, they, they um, came out with this pro plus symbiotic. And I love it because you're getting the benefits of the pre and the probiotic all in one um, convenient chewable tablet and so uh, and it's in these little packets so each packet has the two tablets and that gives you um, the recommended amount and you know i've sampled these out with some people too and and the feedback's been tremendous and i think we all need a little bit of help right now uh, getting ourselves back on track right if you've gained a few pounds or you're looking to also get your gut back on track uh, see a lot of benefits with with the uh, the pro plus symbiotic Number three, using the glycemic index GI when making menus. I'm sure most people are familiar, but just tell us a little bit about the glycemic index and why it's so important. Yeah, so the glycemic index, it's a scale that measures how quick or how slowly a carbohydrate is broken down into sugar. And the reason why this is important is that when we eat slow-release carbohydrates, they're broken down into sugar more slowly. That's beneficial for us because it keeps our blood sugar and insulin levels more stabilized and it prevents the fluctuations that are uh, associated with hunger and cravings and fat storage. So choose low glycemic carbohydrates and what uh, some examples would be is most of your fruits and vegetables. If you're having breads or pastas or baked goods, go for high fiber, multi-seed, whole grain and making sure that you're getting good healthy fats and proteins with your carbohydrates. So in the morning, for example, if you like toast, don't just have plain toast, put some avocado on it, some almond butter, adding the protein and fats going to help to slow down the rate of digestion of that carbohydrate. So you'll feel sustained longer. And studies have shown that people that follow a low glycemic diet, that it can help with weight management, but also it can help if you're pre-diabetic or diabetic. Um, It can help to improve blood sugar and insulin levels and may also help to reduce some of the risk factors associated with heart disease. So a lot of benefits in following a low glycemic diet. So when you're making the menus, you want to make sure you have that high quality fat, which we talk a lot about on the show. You've got your avocados, you've got your olive oil. Uh, You want to and I, I'm a huge fan of avocado oil, especially because it has a high smoke point. As a matter of fact, I went through this asparagus phase. I got to get back into it. I was eating asparagus every single day. I would drizzle it with uh, avocado oil, 
put it in the oven. I think it was like at 400 for like 15 minutes and it was perfect. Yes. Oh my the, goodness. The tips that's would what... get crispy. And it was, my daughter's like, mom, you ate all the asparagus. That's We, we had some of this last night. That's exactly what I do. Um, I, I cook so it around uh, 375, 400, but yeah, I take my asparagus. I drizzle the avocado oil and then I also put garlic salt on it. And my mm. son loves it because it gets nice and crispy and it's delicious. So even people listening to this and say, ew, I don't like asparagus. I mean, growing up, I never liked asparagus because my mom just had it plain and steamed and I didn't like the taste or the smell of it. But then I had it roasted in the oven and I was like, whew, this is fantastic. Such a difference, right? So roast your vegetables, but make sure to use avocado oil. So you want to have those things and you want to have the, the healthy proteins and the fat. You don't want to just have, you know, this is a typical American diet. A lot of times, if you're looking at the SAD diet, aptly named standard American diet, you're going to have some kind of cereal, which again, it's going to turn to sugar. Then you're going to have a sandwich at lunch. And if you don't have some kind of nut butter or high protein with it, uh, you know, not great. And then you're going to have pasta for dinner. And like, that's just like high glycemic across the board. It is. And and let me give you a better option. So if you are a cereal person, um, go for a high fiber multigrain cereal or add some nuts or seeds, uh, chia seed, ground flaxseed to your cereal, um, some nuts, sprinkle it with cinnamon as well. Cinnamon also has a positive impact on on blood sugar. Uh, Oatmeal is a great breakfast food, especially if you jazz it up a little bit with, again, some nuts and maybe some fruit. Uh, yogurt, high protein yogurt, a Greek yogurt is great uh, for lunch. You know, you know, ditch the bread every now and then and go for a salad with some avocado and hard boiled eggs and nuts and seeds. And if you're a pasta person, I say branch out, try some other pastas, uh, quinoa pasta, chickpea pasta, lentil pasta. There's so many great options and they have more fiber, more nutrients, and they break down more slowly into sugar. So they're better for you. You know, I've discovered cassava flour pasta recently, yes. and it's fabulous. And it I would is. say cassava is a root. So that's, mm-hmm. I look at the side of the box and it seems high in carbs, but then I'm wondering, I'm assuming they break down slower, do you know, or they yucca? Do. Yes, uh, cassava does break down more slowly. It's higher in fiber. And uh, I tried at the the, uh, Canadian Health Food Association. I was at a show, well, it's been over a year now. Um, But I tried these cassava poppers, and they were fantastic. Of course, they had some cheese. Um, and but they weren't deep fried they were done in, in a toaster oven they were really good um, so cassava has been around forever but uh, it's just you know it's become one of these new trendy things that you're seeing in food stores now and uh, yeah, I think it's fantastic and it's gluten-free yes which is nice and there's something I discovered recently and I'm completely obsessed I have nothing to do with this company although honestly I'm going to ask to reach out and say you can pay me in your product because it's so good <laughs> they're called swapples so they're waffles, but they're made from yucca root and coconut flour. Oh, interesting. And they, they have one that has blueberries in it. And it's really, really nice. It's really chewy, but you can make it crisp on the outside. And for someone like mm. me, I don't eat bread. It gives you that sort of bready chewiness that I miss. All right. So number four, and of course, this is my favorite, is gaining more sleep to lose weight. I know if I say it again, the viewers are going to turn it off, but I'm going to say it just quickly. Sleep is my religion. Okay, that's it. That's it. I won't go on and on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the ever important sleep that is always the first thing to go when we're busy. 
Yeah. I, I mean, it's just become the way of life where you know, everyone's busy and burning the midnight oil and you, we don't leave enough time at the end of the day for sleep and we go to bed and we're stressed out. And we can't relax and sleep. I mean, I, I know this holds true for so many. Uh, you know, I struggle with this myself. Uh, you know, I, I am the type of person that has a busy brain and I know that I'm not always getting the sleep that I desire. And, and I also know how important good night sleep is for weight management, heart health, brain health and, and you name it but so like if we just talk about weight for for uh, a second here sure when we're not getting enough sleep and then there was actually one study that found that people who are getting five hours a night so five hours were 73 percent more likely to become obese than those who are getting seven to nine hours of sleep so that's a pretty high statistic so you what happens when we're not getting enough sleep is that there's a hormonal environment created that makes it difficult for us to lose weight. It, when we're not getting enough sleep at night, we're hungrier during the day. Our metabolism isn't working as efficiently because of hormones that get altered. So it, it, sleep really needs to be kind of put into the priority list. We need to dedicate a minimum, I would say, six to seven hours. If you know that it takes you a while to fall asleep at night, then block in an extra half an hour or so. So you can sit there and read. I, I say put the electronics away because there's evidence to show those blue lights and uh, the stimulation from the screens interferes with sleep. So keep the electronics out of your bedroom, make it your room nice and quiet and dark and try to focus on, on carving out good time for sleep. I think we have to make it a priority, especially if you either you have to get up early for work or your dog wakes you up or whatever it is. You can't be going to bed at midnight and then waking up at five. I mean, you can, but it, you know, it's going to have the negative effects. Yeah. It's not good for you. I mean, we know when we're tired, you know, we don't think clearly. Our memory is not as sharp. We don't make the best food choices when we're tired because then we're looking for quick fixes to give us sugar and give us that temporary energy boost. Uh, but yeah, like if you just look at the sheer fact that studies have found that if you're getting less than six hours of sleep at night, you're a greater likelihood of obesity, but also heart disease, certain types of cancer, depression, and the list goes on. Uh, sleep is critical for good health. So uh, yeah, we need to all try to do a little bit better in that area. Oh, absolutely. Now, Sherry, I mentioned that you have a book, The GI Made Simple, The Proven Way to Lose Weight, Boost Energy, and Cut Your Risk of Disease. I want to have you back to talk about that, but tell us a little bit about it now in the meantime. Yeah. So, you know, I was motivated to put this book together because I had been doing a lot of research into different uh, ways of eating and nutritional strategies because I get asked a lot of questions about that weight loss and weight loss supplements and diets. And, and I am not a, a fan of fad dieting and I don't see the glycemic index, the GI as a fad diet. I just see it as a way of making better, healthier food choices. And so in the book, I go through some of my recommendations for nutrition but also I tie in my background as a fitness instructor and I talk about exercise and I also talk about stress and sleep and where that fits into the scheme of things. So it's a pocketbook. Um, it's a small, quick, easy read. Uh, you can pick it up on Amazon or links out through my website, sherrytorkus.com. Uh, but I do think the glycemic index because it offers so many benefits beyond weight loss. It's just important for helping to control blood sugar, 
promotes better energy levels and may also cut risks of, of cardiovascular disease as well. So I think uh, a lot of benefits to be had by following that way of eating. You know, I, I, I do like intermittent fasting. I tend to do a window from like 6.30 to 9.00 which has mm-hmm. worked well for me. I don't know how you feel about that. How do you feel about that, Sherry? Yeah, well, intermittent fasting, uh, I mean, there is evidence that it can offer some benefits for weight loss, but also for um, improving the diversity of your microflora. So we were talking earlier about adding the pre to the probiotics. I actually serve on a, um, as an advisor on probiotics.com, so a website all about pre and probiotics. And this is something that um, I did address recently, uh, the benefits of in- intermittent fasting in terms of improving the diversity and the numbers of your beneficial bugs in your gut. So I think it, it's not always an easy thing to do because most of us are used to eating regularly um, and it's hard when you're, you know, not going with going without food for a while. But, you know, once you do it a few times, you notice that you do have more energy and you feel better. With the intermittent fasting, I haven't lost weight, but I haven't gained weight either. And like I said, I've definitely been snacking more and less careful. I mean, still pretty damn careful. I'm not like totally into the sad diet. I still have mostly whole foods. Um, but I think it's because the intermittent fasting and the activity. So Sherry, this has been great. How do we learn more about you? And I'm super excited again to read your book, The GI Made Simple, The Proven Way to Lose Weight, Boost Energy, and Cut Your Risk of Disease. In the meantime, how do we find you? You can check me out at SherryTorkus.com. It's S-H-E-R-R-Y-T-O-R-K-O-S. So SherryTorkus.com. Check out Probiotics.com as well. If you want to learn more about probiotics or you have a question about probiotics, I serve as an advisor on that website. And you can also check out my Facebook page, which is at Holistic.Sherry. Terrific. Sherry, thank you so much. I always love having you on the program. Yeah, my pleasure. How well hydrated are you? Did you know the moment you experience thirst, you're already dehydrated? Dehydration can lead to a dip in both your physical and cognitive abilities. Stay ahead of the game and try out our friends over at SOS Hydration. SOS is a balanced electrolyte mix that helps you hydrate at three times the rate of water alone. Dr. Formulated SOS is an oral rehydration solution as effective as an IV drip. With only three grams of sugar, 10 calories, and added minerals, SOS is not only hydrating, but also great for boosting your immune system. Take SOS on the go with their easy-to-use stick packs and ready-to-drink bottles. Learn more about how you can stay hydrated with SOS Hydration by visiting their website, www.soshydration.com. You can also buy it online or pick some up at your local CVS or Walmart. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.